Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome from <laughs> welcome to hour two. No, hour three of Drive at Large. I am your somewhat dazed and confused host, <laughs> Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because it was it, it, we want to be loved. Hold on. Uh one of the things I do do is uh, multitask. <laughs> if you guys were on this side of the microphone and you saw how many uh, tabs I had open and how many you know, screens within those tabs uh, were open, you'd be, you'd, you'd be amazed. You might even be impressed. Uh, coming up this hour, we expect Mayor Ted Gatsis. Is his honor in the house yet? No? Well, sometimes he pops in a little early. But uh, he's always here by 8.20. And while I've gotten a couple dates from his office about when he will have a scheduling conflict, I think it's the 25th and the 8th. So we're expecting the mayor uh, this this morning. I, I want to get to this uh, uh, tax cap discussion. I'll take your calls, too, at 606-6762. That's 606-6762. I'm starting to pick up a mantra out of the Democrats and that is they want they they quote respect the tax cap what's it mean to respect the tax cap well i i think one of the things that people need to understand that they're always quick to point out less so these days uh where taxes and spending is a pronounced issue i mean taxes and spending in manchester is always an issue but there are times when it would, it's what I would call an outsized issue. And I think this is one of those times. My sense of it is people are, are, are getting a little, uh, a little more than cranky uh, with the tax cap overrides that have uh, primarily been done, to be perfectly blunt, to pay ever-increasing salaries and benefits. The override of the teacher's contract, the override, uh, the, the override of the mayor's veto of the teacher's contract three years ago has not been without consequences. The override of the policeman's contract has not been without consequences. And so those consequences translate directly into your your property taxes. And I I think right now that people are a a little threadbare. I'm not buying the argument that says, oh, well, the economy's booming people are back to work and happy uh taxes and spending aren't going to be as as big an issue i'm not buying that at all because even if it were true that uh, the economy is booming and everybody's back to work and i know you say gerard hey new hampshire's only got a two and a half percent unemployment rate well let's take a look at you know where those jobs are how many of them are part-time what they're paying and you know the uh you know the public at large who saw their household income decrease over the past decade by 10% or more, aren't suddenly making that 10% back plus any more. Okay? And so there there are real issues for affordability. And of course, you know, this I respect the tax cap talk usually is couched by people who want to spend more money because the argument is that spending more money on whatever it is is going to provide a better result that is also going to improve the city. 
But yet, when people like, say, Joyce Craig come forward with their plans, what, what are some of the things that they, that they propose in their plans? Now, to me, a plan is how you get from point A to point B. A plan is not, I think we should have better regulations. Okay. But, and some of the things that she proposed, she was looking at tax credits to spur a certain kind of economic activity. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to that. But she was basically talking about for certain selected people, whether or not they want to put solar panels on their roof or they're a manufacturer, we should take advantage of tax credits or state laws that will allow us to convey lower property taxes. Why? Why? Because lower property taxes encourage people to develop. She wants more flexible um she wants more flexible regulations for the redevelopment of existing properties. Why? Because regulations are a burden. They are a cost burden. They are an operational burden. But she wants to, quote, respect the tax cap. When you respect the tax cap, you acknowledge that the tax cap has an override position. And as one Democrat running for re-election, Dan Bergeron, said to a former opponent of his at a grocery store encounter, when she asked him about the tax cap, he said, well, we've been coached to say that we respect the tax cap. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, no, his people are wrong. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um so the tax the tax cap can technically be respected when you exercise the override position saying you respect the tax cap is not a commitment to live within the cap. The board over the veto of the mayor, has not lived within the cap in the last two years. I forget whether or not he vetoed it two years ago. I know he vetoed it this time. His theory in the past has been it takes 10 to override the cap, so why am I going to veto it? I'm just going to get overridden. My response has been to put a bright red line under it that you do not approve. And sometimes, frankly, yes, you have to be that direct and that political about it. So... These plans that everybody has or that Joyce Craig has, what, what, are these, what are these plans really? I mean, honestly, reading the thing, it, it, it looked a lot like stuff that she either has already voted for, should know exist, or are otherwise being done for the city. Is that a plan? Is it a plan to say we need to have better roads? No, that's a goal. What's your plan? Is your plan to increase funding? If your plan is to increase funding, how are you going to pay for that? We need better public safety. My plan for economic development is better schools. Okay, what's your plan for better schools? What's your plan for better schools? And how are you going to get there? That's a plan. The rest of it's a talking point. It's a bullet on a piece of paper. It's an aspirational ideal. So I'm looking at this stuff, and to me, to be perfectly honest with you, I think they're responding to the pressure that they've gotten from 
media outlets like me that they despise, disdain, and otherwise try to discredit. Because the fact is they've had no plan. The union leaders called them out for having no plan. I don't know, frankly, what Ted Gatsis has done on whether or not they have a plan because Gatsis is in the habit of not attacking his opponents. As he says, he runs for the office. He doesn't run against somebody. Maybe he's had something to say about that. I don't know. If he has, it hasn't hit my inbox. You know? Okay. Huh. Why is that happening? But respect the tax cap. How many times have we heard people say they respect the tax cap, but we have to have public safety? By the way, I want to make note for the record that uh, Jim Burkish, Manchester's former fire chief, hooks its current fire chief, who's running for alderman in Ward 9. I was finally able to get him to distill. Uh, to, to, to distill, I was finally able to distill his answer, get him to say, I will not vote on contracts that cover my son, TJ, who is a co- uh, firefighter with the Manchester Fire Department. I took a screenshot of it. I have it. He says, as the charter is written now, it's a conflict of interest and I will not vote. Now, why am I bringing that up? Because he made a post saying he'll respect the charter. Well, what's it mean to respect the charter? If I got to know what it, when you say you respect the charter, what does that mean? Do you agree with your city solicitor that you have a conflict of interest if you have a kid on the job and their contract comes before the board? It took three or four follow-up questions for me finally to get Jim Burkish to say, His interpretation of the charter, as it is now, means that he has a conflict of interest with his son being on the job and therefore will not vote on a contract. You see, it's important to get these politicians to define their own terms. So now I know exactly what Jim Burkish means when he says, I will honor the charter. I will abide by the charter because he has agreed that the definition of conflict of interest includes his son being on the job and as a result, him being unable to participate in the fireman's contract that covers his son. So the point is, Joyce Craig or anybody else who, quote, respects the charter, what does that mean? So the question is not do you, of course, we've been coached to say we respect it because it's the law. And we must follow the law. Well, the law includes an override position. Do you respect the will of the voters who imposed that spending restraint on you and said for emergency purposes only and to conform with state law, you have to have an override position? So the question is, do you support overriding the tax cap to increase salaries and benefits? Not an inconsequential question when you consider what's happened to budgets over the last two or three years. What will continue to happen to budgets just because of the pay raise that the cops got, which I believe has got one more massive hike before it goes out of term. But every contract the city has will see its expiration date come and go next year or the year before, which means whoever is going to be mayor in the city of Manchester next 
term is going to have to deal with negotiations and going to have to answer the question as to whether or not they will veto or support a contract that will force an override in the tax cap. So this respect the charter thing is about as good as the digital paper it's written on would be if you needed it for toilet paper. And clearly, there are some people who think the screen is or should be where the sun don't shine. And to those people, I would recommend you do what I did with Jim Burkish. And that is get them to define their terms so you know exactly what they mean when they say something. This is Gerard at Large. 